Hey guys and welcome to the channel. A bit late to the party with Radicanu splitting from her coach, but I thought I'd wait to see what she had to say on the split and just confirm it and then give her thoughts on it as well as to why they had split because it's a very interesting one. Of course, only after five months of being with coach Torben Belts. Uh, before we get into it though, please remember to smash the like button, please, if you haven't done so already. And do also subscribe to the channel as well. If you aren't subscribed already, Reed does help us out. We are growing We're on the road to 3K subs. We're going to push beyond that, I'm sure, pretty soon. And then sky's the limit. Let's go. Become part of the Quarter Shot family. Right. Let's get into this then. So Emma Raducanu, the US Open champion. She just doesn't seem to want to have a coach right now. I mean, it's pretty crazy to say the least, to be perfectly honest with you. I mean, it, she's looking now for her fourth coach in a year after parting ways of German belts on Tuesday. So uh, she says it was a tough decision. Torben Belt, you know, after only five months of, of coaching her, you know, she split with him. So what's really interesting is, is some of what she said, I think. I think we need to re-look really into this a little bit as well and also look at what Torben Belt has done with her. So he's had five months with her, right? And, you know, he's previously coached Former world number one, Angelique Kerber, when she won the Australian Open and US Open titles in 2016. Which is interesting, right? Okay. She's also had Nigel Sears and Andrew Richardson. So both of those, right? Coaches in the past as well. And now at the moment, she's preparing for the clay court season and Ricardo Piatti's academy, sorry, even, in Lugaria earlier this month. So this Italian coach has worked with Ivan Lubacic, Richard Gasquet, Minos Raonic, and recently parts of company with Yannick Sinner. So, <clears throat> okay, great. But it doesn't seem to matter what their credentials are if she's not happy pretty quickly. She just kind of splits from them. So I think she needs to take her time finding a new coach and find someone who's actually going to be long-term. It's also an interesting turn of events given that she had a really good run, I thought, at the recent clay court tournament in Stuttgart. And she won three of her first five professional matches on clay, one for, of course, GB at the Belgian Cup, and then uh, managed to make the quarterfinals, right? In Stuttgart. So she'll be playing in the Madrid Open, and actually one of the correspondents from BBC said, even though Torben Belts has not had nearly long enough to shape the career of Emma Raducanu, his days have seemed numbered for a while. Preseason was ruined because Emma Raducanu caught COVID just before Christmas and a sequence of minor injuries prevented the pair spending crucial time on the practice match court since. He seems to suggest <clears throat> that Raducanu's father, Ian, is driving the decisions, uh, as you might expect with a parent you know, in his daughter's first full year on tour. Now, I get this. I completely get this. And that's fine because obviously it's parents. They want what's best for their child. It's the first year. But there comes a point where it becomes almost a little bit ridiculous. And he said he can be imaginative but also restless. And by constantly seeking alternative and innovative ways to train has denied Radicon the stability, which would have been welcome as she navigates life as the unseeded qualifier who won the US Open. And that's exactly it. I think it's just... One of the worst possible scenarios. Obviously, she's such a talented player, and I don't think she's going to not win matches because she doesn't have that stable coaching. So I think she's just that talented, and she will make 
you know, strides in some of the tournaments this year, no doubt. But if she really wants to kick on and I guess find stability, then you need a stable coach. I mean, it's just as simple as that. So she said it was a tough decision and she's saying it as if it's her decision. It doesn't sound like it's her decision. It sounds like her father is driving the majority of decisions. It'd be interesting to know what she personally thinks. Uh, And she does go into this actually a couple of days after. She said, "Um, Torblin's a great guy. I really enjoyed my time with him on and off the court. He's one of the nicest people I've met. So obviously it was a tough one to split with someone like that. I mean, being a nice person doesn't really mean you're a good coach, but you know, that, that's fine. It's nice for to say, but I feel like right now I'm very comfortable with my current training. I'm feeling very confident in what I'm doing and how I'm working. Okay. I think Torben has been great for me because I wanted someone with tour experience. I think for my first six months on tour, it was very valuable. She also said, I think going forward, I'll probably be putting a lot more emphasis on sparring, which I think is, uh, hitting with other players, <clears throat> I think is what she's trying to allude to. She says, it is becoming more apparent to me as I spend more time on tour. It's just getting used to these girls' ball speeds. I like to mix it up. I like to work very specifically, and I'm very clear on what I want to work on. A lot of the time, those ideas come from myself. Now, that to me is a red flag. That to me is a red flag because, um, you know, the correspondent said about her dad, but it also seems like she, now to be driven and determined is fantastic. But at the end of the day, right, if you have your own ideas, that's fantastic and ways you want to improve, of course, it's great. You don't want to just be a robot who's just listening to your coach and, you know, okay, you just go through the motions. But when she says that, like, most of the ideas have come herself, right, what she's alluding to is basically, I've had these coaches, but really, like, my success has come pretty much all from myself. That's what she's trying to say, like all the ideas, all the training, like like I have the best ideas and then we put them in place and then, yeah, that's it. But they're just kind of there, right, to kind of assist, really. They're not really my head coach. That's kind of how it comes across to me. That's a little bit worrying because I'm, I don't want to say that it's egotistical, but it's a little bit like you're 19 years old. I understand you probably really study the game and you probably had a lot of experience on tour, like a lot more than, say, you know, for example, myself, like she's obviously going to have a fantastic knowledge of the sport and it seems like she studies it, which is fantastic. But is it not worth trying to actually look and try and wanting to learn from other people? Like she doesn't know everything. So all the ideas she has in place, yes, she knows herself better than anyone, right? But is it not worth like, trying to find someone where you can and like you know taking on board while people are saying and thinking oh hold on maybe they have sometimes you know when, when it's yourself or there's people in a circle you're too close to it and you can't really see what needs to be improved maybe as much as others who are looking from the outside in and they can see okay well hold on this little tweak or this could be done i don't feel like she's willing to listen to other people if it doesn't align with what she wants to do that's what it's coming across to me as. And I don't know whether that's because she has said that because that's what her dad is saying um, and whether that's been driven by her dad or whether it's her or whether it's a mixture. But look, as a Brit, I think it's pretty... Like, she seems like a f- lovely girl, like, really does. Like, uh, great personality, speaks really well. You know, she's generally up in the media. I think she's great. 
and I, and I don't have anything bad to say about her in that sense. But I think in terms of the actions that have been made coaching-wise, I think they're pretty poor. I think she needs to get to a stage where she has a stable coach and doesn't fire them. And she shouldn't be looking for a fourth coach in a year. I mean, that, that then says to me that there's, I, there's two things that have either happened. One, she like her dad and herself, they've just picked coaches who they think, oh, that'll be pretty good. Let's just pick them. I see how it goes. Oh, but you know they haven't gone in with the mindset of okay, this coach is going to be long term. It's just like let's put them on a trial basis, and then okay, they've extended the trial by a little bit, and they've just said, oh, actually, it's not really working for us. Bye. Or, or they're just saying, well, okay, yeah, let's go with these people. They think they're long term, and then her dad is interfering, or she's interfering and saying. No, and they're getting really, really restless straight away and just saying like, oh, hold on. This isn't exactly what we want to do. So, sorry. Uh, and it kind of sounds like at the moment, so when she says like, I know what she, I know what I need to do in the interim, it sounds like she's just happy to train herself or coach herself and, and just put things into place. And I'm a bit like, no, that's not, that's not going to work. Like, We've seen that with so many different players. I mean, look at Kyrgios. Kyrgios is probably, in my opinion, one of the most talented players on tour. He doesn't have a coach. Can you imagine if he had a coach who he, who he respected and trusted, how good he would be? Like, he would be levels above. Like, he's already troubling the elite when he's up for it. Like, he would be up there. He really would be. He'd be challenging for Grand Slams. Um, the problem is he doesn't have a coach, right? So he trains all by himself and yeah, I'm sure he's really knowledgeable, and that's amazing. But there's no one to like. You can't hold yourself accountable to anyone else. You're just you're relying on yourself. So say if like Radicanu suddenly wakes up in the morning, is like, oh, I don't really feel like training. The coach will be like, no, sorry, like we have this schedule. Get out of bed. We're going to train. She doesn't have a coach. She could just be like, oh, it's fine. Oh, I don't really feel like getting out of bed. And uh, training, I think I'm just going to sit in front of the TV. Now, I'm not saying that that's what she's going to do, but I'm just saying that, look, like, it's just, it's a crazy, crazy thing to do, I, I think, personally, in the interim. And, and I know it says that the LTA is going to support her. So basically, at the moment, what's happening is she's going to be like under the umbrella of the LTA. They're going to help support her um, with anything she needs, basically, as she searches for a new coach. So they'll, they'll, I guess, put her in contact with coaches and in the interim and kind of get her exposed which is great fine but in the meantime like i'm sorry if she's not actively looking for a coach and she's just happy with the setup i don't agree with it whatsoever and who knows it might work i absolutely you know i'm not an expert i'm not an expert but in my opinion i just think she needs stability and i think if she'd had a coach one of these coaches stuck with them for since the us open i imagine right that her results would be even better than they have been this year. And I think going forward, they would be as well. I just think at the moment, she is just like, how much wasted time is going on trying to figure out who's going to be my coach? You know, like, oh, changing coaches here, different methods, like trying to sort stuff out. Like, can you just imagine the wasted time that's going on? Yeah, okay, she's probably not involved a lot in the logistics, probably a dad. But at the end of the day, she's she will be involved in some instances. Like, of course, it's it's about her. If you just had a stable coach, she wouldn't have to worry about that. Just get on with the stuff that matters, which is improving your tennis. So 
Uh, of course, look, you know, I know she trains hard. I get that. But for me, it's not just training hard. It's about how you train. And I think her saying that I like to work very specifically and I'm very clear on what I want to work on. A lot of the time those ideas come from myself. It just seems a bit, it does seem a little bit arrogant to me as someone who's only 19 years of age. And it's it's a bit like, the first time I read that, I just thought, what? Like, what are you trying to say? Are you trying to say that the coaches you've had are basically useless and all you've done is you've basically handheld them and said, okay, yeah, this is what we should be doing. And you've got there by yourself. Like, I get it. The players will always have, like, you know, they always have the majority of the credit, but you can't just brush aside what coaches have done. Like the coach that took her to the US Open final, do you think there wasn't any tactical, you know, input from her coaching staff or, or co- like, of course there was. Like, no way was there not. So, look, I mean, it is what it is. I think she definitely is a coach, in my opinion. I've gone on about this long enough. But, yeah, it's it's disappointing. Just some things she said there. Uh, she speaks really well, as I said, and I think she's very respectful. But you can see the hint, right, in the, some of the words she, that she says about what kind of direction she wants to go in. And also her dad, again, completely agree with him, like, you know, being on tour, and, and that's great. But it comes to a point where he needs, like, you can't interfere so much. Like, can he not see that not having a coach, a stable coach, right, over a year, having four different coaches now, it'll be soon, is just not, it's not great. It's not viable, it's not sustainable, and doesn't help his daughter's improvement and, and, like, development. I don't know. Anyways, enough from me. Thanks very much, guys, for tuning in. Please remember to smash the like button and subscribe to the channel if you haven't done so already. Let me know your thoughts as well on it. Do you just, Maybe you completely disagree with me. Maybe you think, actually, Fazan, what are you talking about? Radhikanu's got a point. She, she can do whatever she wants and, and she'll probably succeed. Um, or maybe you agree with me. Maybe you think, actually, you have a different spin on it. Let me know your thoughts. Please remember to like the video, subscribe to the channel. And if you're listening on a podcast platform, do leave a rating or review or subscribe, depending on what podcast platform you're on. We really do appreciate it. And also do come on to YouTube. Subscribe as well on here. It's free. Doesn't cost you anything. Become part of the Hoodshot family. Thank you very much, guys. Stay safe and well, and I'll see you on the next video.